Jobber Nation, welcome to the dynamic duo of the Java TS podcast. As always, I'm Janelle from HR here at Mr. Black. Um, Sir Wilkins is um away at work. He's not away away, but he's yeah. at work. Um, yeah. so he won't be able to join us this week. And I guess that's fair because the boys were together two weeks ago with just them. So it's now me and Mr. Black's time to talk about some wrestling. Um, we're gonna talk about the fallout of Grand Slam, which honestly speaking, TV wise, looked better this was this it was better this year than last year, and we'll really? talk about that. Uh, we're gonna talk about Raw. We're gonna talk about NXT too. I think it's super important because I think a lot of things are starting to shift in the world of NXT, even to the little things like they don't even have 2.0 on anything. Not a damn thing. Hey guys, it's watching on the live feed. If you are watching, talk to Terrell. Some Terrell. Hey, you're more than welcome to ask us any questions you guys may have. If you guys want our honest and truthful opinion on anything that's going on in wrestling, you can put questions in the comments below. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about NXT. We're gonna talk about Raw. Um, this Talk to now, Jonathan. This main event that's been made for Crown Jewel for good old Saudi. Um, Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns for the Universal World Title match. Wait, 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 wait. He's going for one title? Well, I mean, it's the Universal Undisputed. Well, it's, that shit is okay. okay. That, that, that name is just long as fuck. So I just say Undisputed World Title because it's just both. But um, but Logan Paul will be challenging Roman Reigns in Saudi in about a month and a half and some change. Um, mm. Saudi, I believe, is going to be around that first or second week in November. Um, so we have that to talk about and also to, oh, thank you. Shout out to you too. Um, also we're going to finish talking about our CM Punk, the reign of CM Punk, cause I think it is slowly coming to an end. Um, there are a lot of rumors floating around and things like that. So we're going to put to bed that topic today. Um, and we're going to just talk about some last minute things on that. But first things first, Mr. Black, what's going on with you? What's something new you did this week? Um, uh, I haven't been doing nothing. Like, why? <laughs> I don't. I just been chilling though, watching like old wrestling clips. Okay, um, what's something old you watch? Because we've been watching. You know, we I, I I always feel the old bug from time to time. So like last week we had watched um well we tried to watch Taboo Tuesday two thousand five Taboo mm -hmm. Tuesday um Taboo Tuesday huh. Diamond Five Taboo Tuesday, right? That, that yeah, there was, was only fire. two of them. It was only they only did it twice. Yeah, yeah, and it was um Cyber Sunday, and it moved it to that end. Third reason why they just never brought it back. Something that they should bring back. It's it's, it's obvious. Well, why. NXT, I think it was a fake vote, but neither here or there. But last <laughs> week's NXT was based on the vote of fans because I was trying mm -hmm. to vote, and I was like, I can't find a way to vote. But doing that, it reminded me of the Taboo Tuesday. So that's really why we went back and wa tried to watch some of it. Um, but okay, what Chazzy old wrestling thing you watched? Um, basically, just watch old like a lot of referee stuff. Ooh. I, I, I like like like. I What's like your referee? favorite referee to watch? Like now, what kind of question is that? That's All a the good black question. people. No, I mean, no, this, <laughs> there aren't a lot of black referees, but <laughs> those are the roof for you know. <laughs> you already know, like you already know, like who's the godfather of this? Nick Shin. Nick Shin. You know, Shout out to Nick. Like, like, Nick, I exactly. promise you, before the end of the year, and you may be the last guest of the year because I think it'll be really dope to talk about this year in wrestling with you. So 
I promise you guys, we will get oh, because he thinks that we hate him, but I love him to death. Like he, he is a so he's a ray of sunshine. Um, so I do so keep the end of this keep December open, Nick. Okay, because <laughs> yeah. I think that'll be but really dope. It's just like super side note. It's like people don't understand like how many matches that Nick see in a year, <laughs> and how many how many videos he's in, how many magazines he's in, how many epic pictures he's in, and he does not get the credit. Like, I give him the credit because I'm an after the referee, but like, yo, you don't understand how firsthand how everyone's important in that way with the referee. And Nick Shin, like, he is, yes, he is my Moses. Yeah, Nick no, Shin, Nick, like, Nick and, and Nick honestly does it, and we're giving Nick his flowers, uh, but Nick doesn't only just inspire, um, you know, other refs. Like, honestly speaking, now I can talk about it now because it's past. But um, the gray sweatpants. Oh, thank you. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month shout to, to all. Shout out to our son, Ron. Um, hey, guys. Um, Measury, yeah. shout out to her, yeah. Um, one little actually, like, inspiration and sneak behind the scenes thing, you guys, I can tell you now because it's over. So when we were, so when Jabra Slam was kind of like, Jabra Slam 2 was in the works and everything was flowing, I really was like, I don't know, like, matches this year I think was harder than it was planning last year um just because I think we were just in a different mindset last year and then this year it just kind of was like yo how do we top last year <laughs> but mm-hmm. um I'll never forget it so we had me and Danny shout out to Danny from the Pretty Hills um my sister in wrestling we were at an HOG show just randomly and we uh we were hanging out um a little bit after with Nick and we were just talking chit-chatting and you know I'm one where I like to bounce ideas off of people in wrestling just because everybody's creatively has a different viewpoint, different mm-hmm. mindset. So I actually asked Nick, I said, well, what are your thoughts on, cause he had ref the, the battle Royal um, for, um, for a different show. So I said, Nick, what is something that, you know, you want to see or whatever, whatever. Or like, what do you think will surprise people? And this nigga goes and says me. And I said, Shit, it is you. So Nick was the true inspiration of us doing the Grace Sweatpants Battle Royal this year at Jarvis Sam because really he was it was centered around him. Um, of course, it was to of course showcase new talent. Um, I'm super excited that Miles Hawkins was able to come up here um for the mm-hmm. DMV area and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, standing man, you know, there were mm-hmm. you know, because uh there were people in it that I wanted in it, but Nick being that kind of wild card. And kind of like getting the pop that he did, it it came out beautifully. And and honestly, Nick is such a great sport at just doing things for the not only for the culture but for the business. So that's giving Nick Shin his flowers. So if you guys have not already followed him, make sure to follow him on social media. Check out yes. the shows that he refs. Um, support him, push him, um, because there are you know out here there are people that you know don't want people that that look like us and talk like us to win. Um, so it's just super important that we, you know, we support each other in that. So, all right, moving right along. Um, as I mentioned, Crown Jewel, Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. Mr. Black, what are your thoughts on this? And two two-part question. And then on the flip side, Tony Khan made a comment about how he doesn't need to go to Saudi to go and, and, and make money, like the money's here in New York, which is not a lie. But what are your thoughts on on the both sides? On you know this now being the main event for Saudi, is it the right move? 
Um, and then what are your thoughts on Tony Khan's actual comment on that? Um, actually, to be honest with you, with the whole Saudi move, it's kind of like WWE see it as they are more than just a wrestling company. They're like a global brand. So you got to do, like, WWE always has been in bed with celebrities. Always. You know, WrestleMania 1, WrestleMania was, 1. Built, was built around celebrities. And to this day, they do celebrities the right way. For example, Tony Khan brought out, um, brought out Fabulous. I said, okay. Now, if Fabulous was in WWE, he would have got a segment. He would have interaction with a wrestler. And Yo. then he would have something to do with the match. Fabulous came out. All right, cool. Trina, yo, I'm looking like, all right, out of everybody you could have brought, why didn't you bring, bring out Remy Ma? Niggas know that Remy's about to smoke. This is, this I could tell, nobody is like really just like, they like know the culture, but I just feel like it's kind of like. But they like, don't. They, they pick don't. and choose. So like with the whole Fab thing, I was like, first of all, John Jenkins is not my favorite person in the world, but. I just thought it was funny because I was like, of all people, when he came out with Swerve, I would have expected him to come out and remix the song that they come out to. So that's what I was thinking, like, oh, shit. But I was just like, oh, y'all just had Fab come out? Listen, that ain't... <laughs> First of all, I appreciate y'all trying to cater to the culture, but <laughs> Fab is not the culture like that. Yeah, he's a wrestling fan. He used to bring his son to a lot of shows. I do remember that. But... You gotta remember, like your demographic don't 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 know they don't know who who kid is. <laughs> but the thing about it is they New York, so thank God for us wrestling. Shout out to New York wrestling fans. B. New York, like, like listen, we we battle all the time. Like who, what city gives the best energy when it exactly. comes to wrestling? New but, York. I'm sorry, our city as as trying to be non biased as possible, we just bring a different element to a show like and it's just and it's i've been to plenty of live shows here in new york and outside of new york so i can definitely attest to a crowd in texas may not be as crazy as a crowd in new york and that's not to say they're not excited about what they're seeing but it's just a mm -hmm. different we we have different environments we have different elements and, and that makes wrestling beautiful because you have people that have come to our city watch wrestling experience that and really have that story i always talk about how i met my one of my closest friend angie at a battle club pro show almost five six years ago and see, she see, doesn't live see. here <laughs> so i'm you always see? you know it's always good to see that but okay so then how did you feel about when tony khan said what he said because it wasn't like there wasn't validity to it but i felt like it was him trying to take a shot at WWE, but it was just like, this is exactly why you guys are not competition. Like, he proved that point for me, but what are your thoughts? Same here. Like, Tony Khan, you think on a smaller level, like, you try to, like, you, like, Tony Khan won't be liked so badly. That's the thing. Because a lot of stuff he do definitely show me, because damn well, if JR was right next to CM Punk, he would have did something about it. Tony Schiavone, uh, Mark Henry, you know, everybody that works in WWE, I have worked in the WWE, would have shut that man down. You understand? Like, for example, they know, like, JR with the whole Ric Flair situation, it was lighthearted, so JR didn't say it, because it was, it was nothing that serious, but whatever happened, happened. But overall, people know how to carry themselves. You understand? Mm -hmm. And Tony Khan just showed it, like, 
yo, for you to be a leader of this wrestling company, you have to not be liked sometimes when it comes to certain decisions by not wrestlers, everybody, but they respect you, know, you. As people, you know, now, you know, they're, I don't want to say they're bandwagon in WWE because of, you know, Triple H. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Who asked that question about Trina? Well, because Diamante, if you don't know, um, Kenneth. Uh, shout out to Kenneth and his podcast, The Call Up Podcast. Um, Trina is from the 305. Diamante's from the 305. So that makes sense. So I can see that. But I heard what happened, and that didn't make sense. So I was like, okay, y'all. All right, whatever. Because if you, know, you know, Rampage was taped last night here in New York after um, Grand Slam. So I heard those a fire. lot of spoilers out, and the spoiler I heard about no, that no, 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 don't tell me. No, I'm not gonna tell you, but I'm just gonna say it. Just once again proves the point how what the fuck <laughs> it, it makes you scratch your head um, <laughs> for the Finn Balor meme. Uh, but yeah, no, shout out to everyone. Oh, Stephanie Hardy podcast, make sure to check that out because I know she popped in. Um, also, anybody on the live feed or anybody watching YouTube Lamb, wherever, if you have a platform, if you have something, let us know. We have no problem supporting, shouting you out, helping where coming on, whatever, man, whatever is needed. So just know that. Um, so yeah, all right. So let's so you know what? Let's get into Grand Slam then. So it's the newest thing is on top of everybody's mind. What are some highs and lows? Because I do think, like I mentioned, I went last year. Um, and this year I decided not to, but I haven't uh, that's for other reasons. Um, because I'm not giving Tony Khan any of my money. Um, but I do think it was a better show this year. But what were your thoughts? Uh, what were some highs and lows for you? Because there were some there were some good things and there were some what the fuck things, but what are your thoughts? The tag team match, it, it really? didn't get well for me. Like, Why? you know, TV, it's just like, I felt that it was trying to do too much. You understand? Nothing really that. flowed. Like, nothing really flowed and stuff. Like, it was like, okay, like, Fab came out, but it was like, oh, it's it just like, I guess. It's, it's I not of like swerve that jacket. I may need that. <laughs> that was a hot ass jet. That New right, York Knicks right. girl, listen. Right. Listen. New York is out here Fire. We out here on the Fire. W's. Like the match was like overall, like, of course it's a good wrestling match, whatever. They did all the basics, but like to me it was just like I right, was cool. But Paige. Wow. Okay. I think now her being there is gonna be great. Because she's like a strong presence and she's going to make her voice heard. And it's kind of like, we need that something new. And again, people talking about, Hey, you know, who else is left to sign? She was it. She's young. She's young. She, yeah. She just turned 30. Cause you got to remember, she's been wrestling since like, it feels like from the womb. Um, you're right. That jacket was hard. I loved it. That was oh, the only thing I think I loved that. about Fab. Um, can you stop Brent Breaker bleeding? Can they stop? Mess? Okay, so we're going to no, talk about her nose this broke. Her nose. Her nose. Like, she had, like, her, her nose breaks. Yeah, but no, yeah. but that's not the first time. Like, it seems like every, I can get why she said that, because it seems, it feels like every big moment match Britt has, she has to bleed. And that shouldn't have to be that. Um, um I don't comes, think that was on purpose, though. No, yeah, I don't, I'm not saying last night was like that, oh, but okay, I can see why 
she act why she said what she said because it feels that way like every big field match that she has she's always got she always got blood on her but um i'm i'm very i'm torn with Paige. not Mm. so much because of the neck listen if they doctor want to clear you and wwe doctor may not want to that that's between you and god that got nothing to do with nothing that is your choice if you decide. And it's the same like with Daniel Bryan, same with Edge, same with Kurt. Like, all, wrestlers and injuries are a thing. And they know their body and they know the risk. So that's going to be that. Once again, her coming up, I think it was refreshing, as you mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. I think, but my catch-22 is now she's taking somebody else's spot that they could have groomed. And they could have done stuff with. Because now you have this interim champion that now you kind of overshadowed her win by having Paige come out. And you got everybody, you got all the women in the locker room looking like, what are you doing here? And then it's like, (laughs) it just, the presentation of it just, I don't, it, it didn't connect all the way for me. But it always, when you do stuff like that, it's literally, you're taking a place from somebody else. And you have so many women, like you, you have Willow, you have Sky Blue, you have even the Layla Gray chick, you have even Kiara. The first time, you got to be in New York to see Diamante's ass. I don't even know how that works. I haven't seen that girl on Dynamite or any Rampage in over a year. And it's just the, the little things like that you can see, like you bring on such a big name it overshadows all of that. It can overshadow. It's not to say that it will or it may or may not. Only time would tell. But that's automatically in my mind what happens. It's like, all right, now all these five girls that was close to the top, now they're all the way down the back now again because now Paige is going to do something. And also, we don't know if she's full-time. We don't know if she's actually wrestling either. Like, she just came out. <laughs> so, um, Stephanie says, I love Soraya so much, but I wanted to know what she'll do in terms of action if she cleared. So, Stephanie, oh, that's smart. Thank you. To your question, she is cleared. I I can tell you that for a fact. She is cleared to wrestle. So now the part of now making you want to tune in next week makes you see if she comes out and she speaks and she talks about what she's going to do. But she is clear to wrestle. I, I can Bible. I, I, have, but I have a good source I kinda, that, that, that I let really, me know. Like, I really feel... Like the division, it kind of hit like It's weird because it's weird because it's it a wall, like it, it hit a ceiling. So, you know why it hit there. that ceiling because they haven't been able to build Jade uh, a credible opponent or a rivalry, and that's really what the issue is. When Nade started their TBS title, and I actually, because of how heavy the talent is, like how, how many bodies they have. Having mm-hmm. a second women's belt, it wasn't too far fetched. But now, not only have you boxed Jade because now she's undefeated, and who else is she fit? Like who's left? Like literally. And then you have true. where at this point it's like she needs to get the belt off of her to now establish herself and and try to get that women's world title. That's really where Jade needs to be. But they keep her in this box. And I don't agree with it. I don't. I don't like it. It's very stale, and you don't do nothing with her, really. Like I agree. So 
that's that's kind of the box that you were talking about that they're in now because now you've boxed Jade. You've boxed low-key Tony Storm because now she's still interim and you don't know if Thunder Rose is going to come back. You don't know what's going to happen. And that's why the interim stuff is 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 wishy-washy because look look at John Moxley. Y'all played hot potato with a world title with him to then... Oh, fuck. I can't even give you the Rampage spoiler. Shit. Whoever who wins the, the Battle Royal thing... Now it really makes no sense of why the fuck you did anything you've done. I will say that. And when we talk about it next week and you'll see who wins that Battle Royal thing on Rampage, you'll be like, Janelle, why did they do that? And I know you are. All right. All right, cool. I'll call you. Uh, wait, so Vaughn question... said um, Jay needs to be elevated. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah, because, but then again, it's kind of like, and this is what I keep on saying is her in-ring has not caught up to her charisma yet. That's why. Her charisma, she just have natural charisma. So it, when you add more charisma, work on it, it's going to excel. Her in-ring is kind of like, oh. It's okay. And, right, right. Thank you. Like, if you ask anybody, okay. what is a hot Jane match? They go like, she had hot moments. You feel me? Honestly, the only opponent I feel like really, yeah, Moxley was supposed to be on vacation, but CM Punk fucked that up. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Tamara knows. Okay, so anyone that knows, don't spoil it for Mister Black because he has now he doesn't know. And oh. Rampage will be. We're live today, but Rampage will be on tomorrow. But <laughs> the winner of that battle royal, zero cents. I don't understand why, but. For those that don't know, the winner of the they ha, they're having a golden ticket battle royal on rampage. It's already been taped, whatever, whatever. But the winner, it this is where it gets sticky for me. They're they're telling when the person's going to face John Moxley versus it being a like you cash in situation because guess what? They already got a nigga that has a cash in opportunity. So what the fuck? But I guess they're they're trying to string it along until full gear, which I can I can understand. So hey Matt, shout out to your sports your... in the building. Um, but that's why. So the winner of the Golden Ticket Battle Royal will face John Moxley on the October 18th, I want to say, episode mm -hmm. of Dynamite. It'll be in Cincinnati, Ohio. So it'll be in his hometown. Wait a minute. Is it a uh what is his coming event? I don't know if that's what they're labeling that dynamite, but all I know is that it will be. Yeah, we all know that. I know it'll be in John in, in John Moxley's hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, he has a world title match against the person who won the battle, which makes no fucking sense. Oh. And it's like it's just funny because it's like if you're gonna, because now I'm thinking like if you're gonna wait to let MJF and John Moxley happen at Full Gear here in Jersey. Then the person that won the battle royals shouldn't have won. It should have been somebody else. I, I, I listen. I'm gonna watch it. Like I'm going. Oh, okay, Kenneth. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That that battle royal, you 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 fuck up. You it'll fuck you up. So I can't oh. wait to see your text message tomorrow night when you be like, "Are they dead ass?" And I'll be like, "They're dead ass." Like for real, for real. Um, what else about um Grand Slam? So. As I told someone yesterday, I'm really big on, and Mr. Black and the team knows, I'm very big on match placement because that's going 
to really help breathe the crowd. Like you want the crowd to have highs and low. You want the crowd to breathe. So I was actually very happy with the placement of the matches of Grand mm-hmm. Slam versus last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I and agree. also, I mean, it's hard to compare because they definitely had us sit through 30 minutes of a match. So I think that was a bit rough for us to start off with a four-hour event. Um, but I think they chopped it up. I think the matches made sense. The only one I think that, that missed the mark, unfortunately, was the Orange Cassidy and I'm sorry. Okay. Because I feel like they don't have good chemistry. And it was weird. And I honestly thought Orange Cassidy would have won. So him not winning, I was just like, well, what's the point in this? <laughs> but okay. Uh-huh. Um, I did like the backstage segment with FTR and the Gun Boys. I did mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they silly, but I like it. I like silliness. So that that I, I enjoyed that. Um, so did you see Darby Allen um promo when he was in, in um in the no. subway? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so he he had the body bag and he's going out through New York to actually Wait, Station. this nigga is oh, who let him do that in the city? Whoa. That's gangster. Who ever let <laughs> who let Darby I don't walk know. around with a body bag? Yeah, yeah, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Okay, now I'm gonna YouTube that because I didn't see that. And then mm. um I was trying to think. Um, the Moxley Daniel Bryan match was was not bad. I think for me, it's just like I've seen this way too many times, so mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, cool. Um, Seahawk wrote a great shout out to Seahawk out in Texas. Um, I don't know who because Facebook use I can't see that. Once again, my opinion, maybe you see different. That's okay. Um, but I just felt like in that match. You know what, Stephanie? I'm so glad you brought up this because I low-key forgot because it don't make no <laughs> fucking sense to me. <laughs> it makes sense. It does, but it doesn't. And it makes no sense because I can see what you, my peer makes no sense because, all right, do you have a TV deal or you just winning this to win it? But see, it goes back to, I, I brought this up. I, I, I told Mikey this last night. Don't I waste said, it. I told Mikey this last night. I said, for all the people that looked at Brock crazy, needs to make sure they look at Jericho crazy because it's the same. It's the one insane. It's the same principle. Same concept. It's the same principle, same concept. It's just that one had the deal already signed, sealed, and delivered, and the other one is working on one. It's the only difference. But, Mm -hmm. um, but I really, for me, Tony just needs to really figure out. I really wish there was a divide between ROH and AEW. Like, like they, ROH has so much history on its own. And it's just, it's just, it's weird. I mean, I get the whole, you know, if, if Jericho being the, the champion is going to help elevate and get the deal, then okay, cool. But mm-hmm. I felt like it was, and, and it, made sense in, in the fact that it was like black cool black combat whatever whatever versus Jericho appreciate society that's still a thing going so I got that part of it but for everybody that's been waiting for Cesaro to ha- to win a world title and then for him to lose it two months later it was just like 
was that really the route you wanted to go? Like, so I agree. They The brands have to split. And it's hard when you have, it feels like AEW's on every day, whether it's on TV or on YouTube. <laughs> so, um, y'all thinking short term, run the side of the we said that. Well, I mean, it, it. In all honesty, I'm pretty sure John. We said that. Rather, I would have. I think Gresham would have rather job to Jericho if that was going to be the job he was going to do. So, if we really was going to do that, then Jericho should have went for that title two months ago. One. Oh, yo! Shout out from Dre from Weedon Wrestling, man. My boy, my brother from Dre. He said something that makes sense. Daniel Garcia and Jericho. That's a great feud right there. And yes. you can take the belt off of Jericho and bring back honor, a ring of honor. That could be your first show right there. You so know, I think, you're pre champion, I think, but you're world champion. Come on. That's so I money. I think Daniel Garcia and him feuding, I, it works. I think it's a great thing. I think it'll be the one person that Jericho elevates. Because <laughs> I feel like that was a question of who has Jericho elevated. <laughs> And um, I just think that Jericho, he's the type where like he did he, he does, but it's just like he will lose to you in other ways. You understand? Like wait, who's the it, person that said Tony's killing it? <laughs> yeah, put that back. Who said Eric, that? Something named Eric. Something named Eric. The guy who always come here and argue with us. Oh, uh, Eric Dixon that uh, just yeah. love to hear himself talk. We yeah, love you, Eric. Yeah. We appreciate you participating, yeah. but baby. Not everything deserves a response. I promise you. <laughs> Not everything deserves it. Okay. Um, I I I get the Jer I get it, but does it make it okay? Like, does it like does it make you look at Cesaro differently? Like, because oh. that was the same issue he had when he was on the eat. Everybody always complained. He never got a world title spot. He never got that shine. He never got that spotlight. And then, you know, him coming back, winning the ROH title, kind of having that spotlight, talking more promo-wise, and was getting up there. And, I mean, I still don't believe really anything he says because all I see is him playing Uno all the time he speaks. <laughs> so I'm just different, but... um, But I, I don't I know see the bigger the right picture. Like, if Business move, cool, it was the right move, but... Yeah. Because it's the same thing they did when AEW first started. They had Jericho be the champion first. So I I completely understand it. First of all, thank you to those that are commenting and putting your name on yeah. their comment. I appreciate that because this Facebook user thing, I can't see. Thank um, you. Nigga said do red. <laughs> Somebody else had posted that on my post, and I was like, get off of my, get off my do post. So overall, yeah. I think, like, I don't know what's the clear direction of AEW right now, I don't know, but Triple H over at WWE is people make a complain about oh certain stuff's not happening, but I feel like he's creating what Vince wanted. And look at it right now, high time being twenty twenty is Triple H versus WWE is actually coming about like he has War Game Survivor series. Now let's talk about that real quick. So it asks because once that was announced, uh, I booked the hotel. A bitch is going because let me tell y'all. About a few days ago, it was announced on the Ringer. Shout out to Brian Waters and the team over there at the Ringer. Brian Waters. 
Brian said he'll be here next weekend, so for Battle Club, so that'll be dope to see, bro. Um, but um, announced on the ringer that Survivor Series will have two, not one, two war games, um, matches, boy, a a women's and and a male's. Um, I think it's it gives me goosebumps. Like I literally flew to Chicago just to see war games the last time they did war games. So, and if anything of la- of the last time they did war games is any inkling of how this year's will be, we're in for a treat because a lot of those, that NXT roster that did that last war games, if not all of them are on the main roster now. Exactly, son. So you got to think of it like that. That was when, so Survivor Series war games going to be ever HBK. <laughs> First of all, HBK is not vocal powered to do what Will Regal does. Let me be clear. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, HBK out here is an old uncle from Texas that, that that still that has like an extensive collection of cowboy hats and boots. <laughs> and speaking about that, what are your thoughts on them vacating the North American title? To now it being contested at Halloween Havoc at a, in a ladder match. I love it. I love it. You know, because you need the quick aesthetic. They got the aesthetic picture with him and Roman. Roman, you know, the family, all titles. Come on. That looks great on television. I, right? The picture is done. Give back the title. So, um, so those that um are are un- under a rock, uh, when Solo Sakai, Sakai won the title, it was not a sanctioned match. No one signed it. No one said anything. So, Stephanie, I want to know why you and HBK have beef. Um, so when NXT came on this past Tuesday, HBK started off by saying it wasn't a sanctioned match. You got to put the you got to get the title back, and wow. now it's going to be once again contested. Um, and a ladder match, I believe it's five five of them um, in it. And so far, Carmella Hayes is in it. Um, the new up-and-coming guy from NXT UK, um, that's from Ghana. Um, I swear, this, oh, this, this ladder match is about to be light-skinned, like, central. <laughs> I promise you. Um, Wesley has a qualifier match against um, Tony D next week on NXT. Um, and then I think you have two other spots. But I I love that the that ladder matches have been kind of the North American titles kind of like holy grail. I think they they've not they've done that before and they've been you know doing it here and there. Um, so I think it's a really dope homage, especially with Sean. You know, ladder matches to him are very you know special to him. Um, so I, I see think title. It, yeah, it gives a personal touch to it. Um, yeah. So going back to war games, Mr. Black, who do you think will be in war games this year? We'll start with the men. The men I feel like are easier than the women. <laughs> I think the the, the men and like like are you gonna like, put the entire bloodline against someone? And is this where Sami Zayn fucks the bloodline up? Honestly, to be real <laughs> honest with you, in the fantasy world, I rather see the bloodline versus the hurt business. That would be the fire. 
But I know I, I know that's not gonna happen. But overall, <laughs> I wanna see like Ciampa. Okay. Johnny Wrestling. Okay. Jamie Zane, Kevin Owens versus the Bloodline. That's okay. it. I, I saw that sparkling around the internet too, and I think that'll be dope. It'll be kind of like NXT alum versus the bloodline. Um what about the women's? Someone said bloodline versus Imperium. They don't have enough numbers. Oh, they don't have enough people, Kenneth. Well, yeah. <laughs> Unless Imperium but, um, can get some UK. Oh, you know what? Well, they thought that I had read or had saw. Someone had put so you know William Regal's son is in NXT. If you don't, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So someone had said, "What if he joined either in Premium or had joined Sheamus and all of them?" And I was like, "I can go either or." To be honest with you, but I think it's dope that his son is is on NXT. Um, all right, so for the women, oh, that's easy. Um, Sasha Banks, Naomi. With um, Bianca Belair and um, Asuka and Alexa Bliss versus Do Japanese um, um, <laughs> um, um, culture control or culture shock, whatever they call Bailey's group. Damage control. Damage control, <laughs> and then and then damage control, and then and after that she picks up two more heels. You know, it could work. Okay, so I I push on that. They may go. I don't know why I feel like Trish Stratus is gonna be in it, but you my kill her? gut. No, so so if you did not know Trish Stratus actually just had emergency surgery. She got her appendix taken out. It actually burst, so she just had appendix. She just had appendicitis of uh, surgery. So that was one thing. But she was supposed to give an announcement. Right before she ended up having that emergency surgery. And if you go back a few weeks ago, they were just in Toronto. She was face-to-face with damage control. So I don't know if that announcement was her being like, I got one more match in me. But something gives me, my gut tells me they may have to go a little old school with it. Um, I do see... Who's the SmackDown? I actually wouldn't mind seeing Liv and Bianca go against each other to keep them out of war games. I'm actually not against that. Um, I also said, um, I said not too long ago, um, have you guys watched Ralph Superheroes yet? No. I don't know what channel it comes on. Um, We do know some of the ladies that are on Ralph Superheroes. Um, Actually, one of them will be at Battle Club Pro next week, shout out to Harlow, um, um, Amber um, Rodriguez, shout out to her. She's on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, if you have any information on how I can watch it, then you know I'll watch it. But I really miss Glow. Now that you mention that, I miss Glow. Yoli, why am I seeing your bed? Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Y'all getting get an exclusive viewpoint. Of Mr. Black's bedroom, y'all. I hope Sorry. you ladies out there don't look. Gentlemen, don't look. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I cut this out, but go ahead. No, I, no, I, no. I tried to um, my phone. But yeah, go ahead. Um, one thing I did, I, I wouldn't be again. I said I said this actually on our Facebook group. 
Um, hold on. Someone asked about Naomi and Sasha. I just saw that real quick. Um, yeah, I hear about Paige. Um, oh, yeah, we already, Eric, we did talk about Paige already. Um, so, yes, Sasha and Naomi are not under contract from what we do mm. know. However, um, I don't know why I think Sasha makes a comeback this year. Because she definitely told everybody one, she's not wrestling until the new year. Like, I don't understand. I like, I don't get why no one else has listened to Sister. She's told y'all niggas she's not wrestling the, the rest of the year. She's not coming. She's not Which coming. Which is why yes. I keep saying she's going to pop up at the Rumble. Because she said what she said. So Next year. Um, she said next year. But War Games is going to be exciting. So it's, it's a good time, I think, in wrestling. You know, we have Extreme Rules coming up. Where we have, we're gonna have Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle in a in a in a, was it fight pit match? What, what is it? Yeah, aka a Lions and aka aka the 2000, 2022 version of the, of the Lions. <laughs> so they have that going on. Um, for Extreme Rules. Um, Someone asked, um, "Are we booking? Like, were we booking for War Games? We already did that. I gotta watch the replay, dog." <laughs> and actually we'll do it next week with Mr. with Sir Wilkins too. We'll do it with yeah. him too. Um yeah. just in terms of war games, I'm excited about that. But yeah, no, um, but yeah, NXT is taking a, a bit of a shift. And and I think a lot of people that you know either complain about the 2.0 um are trying to give it, you know, I don't I don't know. It's hard because I enjoyed 2.0. I I actually enjoyed it a lot better than most shows. Um huge like when I tell you and being there, Andrew Chase, I don't know if it's going to translate on a main stage, but that shit there is gold. That Chase University shit is popping on levels that I can't even explain to you. I heard. I so heard. they got a lot of different, um, the Wendy Chu girl, she had a good match this week um, against that Corey J girl. Um, you got Sosa Santana wrestling? You <laughs> You said Saucy Santana? Like a saucy. <laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> <laughs> like a saucy. <laughs> yeah, like but a saucy. Um, but I, I, I do recommend everyone giving NXT another shot if you can. I they they actually um they're a lot of like character heavy and a lot of stuff. And that's heavy. good. And if that's kind of like the wrestling that you like, then I, I do recommend it. Some people, and that's the one thing I've noticed is like AEW focuses on wrestling, wrestling, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if there's not, like, if I can't connect the dots, then I get lost. You still need to, look, look, whoever said, it, oh, you know, oh, look, oh, look, it's wrestling, wrestling, all this character work. Everything in wrestling is character work. The way you sell, the way you take moves, how you come to the ring, your entrances and all of that. Y'all say what you may say, but the most entertaining part, y'all don't remember every move in every match. Y'all do not. Majority of guys do not. Y'all remember all the big moments that make go, oh, character work. So everybody who shits on character work and like um NXT 2.0 is y'all didn't that means that to me, y'all didn't watch the Rupert's aggression era or the attitude era. It was it was character heavy. And those yeah, were a lot years. of things like that. So I do recommend NXT because um, now it's not NXT 2.0 anymore. That's what fucked me up because Mikey said that he was like, yo, nothing on there says 2.0. And I was like, you're lying. And I had looked back on a YouTube clip from just a week ago and that shit had 2.0 and this week it did not. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, Pour out the golden picture. <laughs> um, also, too, talking about NXT, 
Um, this Friday on Peacock, Table for Three, new episode uh, will be the Steiner family. So they have Braun, his dad, and his uncle on a Table for Three episode. I've been really excited to watch it. So we'll talk about it and review it next week. Um, but for those that are watching and listening, it will be available on Peacock starting Friday. Do not um, forget, so next that. week, October 1st, Battle Cub Pro. Sixth year anniversary show. We're going to talk about, we're going to run down the matches and talk about some things. Um, to us. I'm already running down for it because we already know that my son, Big Town Yow's winning it. So, <laughs> oh, shout out to my son, Zuka King, a Jabatist. Zuka being on, on King, Dark. <laughs> dark. Shout out to my son. We talked about it. It was funny. I had asked him about it the day before. It came out like we had. We literally. I was like, "Yo, when is your episode coming out?" He was like, "Yo, when I know is when y'all know." And then the next day, he posted it. So I said, "Well, we spoke that into existence." Uh, shout out to Joey, um, Joey Ace, and Sandy, yep. one of the coaches from Fallout. They were um on AW last night. I popped. encore. Shout out to encore. I was like, "Oh my god, it goes Santi! Oh my god, it goes Jay!" I was happy. For, I, it's always good to see the guys that you know that can really you know that's really done a lot for the business and them getting that time whether it's even a, a security cameo whatever and that's you're backstage you're in catering you're networking you take every opportunity that there is hands down um so yeah no shout out to everyone trying to really just make it in this game to be honest like whether it's your podcasting whether you're wrestling whether you're you're refereeing whether you're valet whatever it is this business is going to pay you back. Trust me. What else is... Oh, also to announce on Raw, Bailey versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's title will happen. She is now saying she's ready for her match because now the girls got the titles. Um, So that'll be interesting to see if Bianca will retain. Um, What else is going on in wrestling this week? All right. Uh, oh, Lord. Well, if you want strong style, sir, you're going to have to watch some old New Japan shit, to be honest with you. Yeah, just, listen, one thing that I like about but wrestling in general. But you like what general, you like, and I don't, yeah, I don't but, you know, I don't, I'm not yeah, mad about I don't, it, I don't hate on it. Yeah, but, but I won't on the next person like wrestling. I, I just feel like we in a time where everybody don't have to be, because you're black, you got to be a brawler. You could be black, you could be a submission expert. There's so many different style of wrestling you could be, and doesn't limit to color, nothing like that. So to me, like I be in practice, so I see it. I'm like, all right, cool. And to me, to me, all that shit doesn't matter. You know, like I don't care. Like you put in a good match, you put in a good match. If the top guy is Ricochet and he's bringing money to the house, I don't give a fuck what kind of wrestling he does. As long <laughs> as, as long as this man respects the craft. I don't care. And also to Eric, and, and it really goes for anybody, so it's not just really singling you out, but um, it's nothing wrong with liking hard-hitting wrestling. Like, if you like wrestling and you like wrestling, but also, too, you want some type of ring psychology with it. You also want some story to it. You also, it's, it's like when you're cooking, think of it like cooking. Like, you want seasoning. You want different spices. You want different things in, in your gumbo. And that's really what wrestling is. It's, it's a gumbo full of different things, characters. Oh, yeah. Songs, oh, music, mm-hmm, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, what did Vaughn just say? I just saw it pop up and I didn't see. New Day broke the mold for black wrestlers from South Africa. Yeah, whoa, yeah, pretty much, and stuck to it. 
You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's that's the part I think in wrestling that's the beauty. It's a beauty is when you really stick to it and you see it actually come into um into fruitation. Like, I think that shit is dope. Yeah, um, you know, um, once again, like if you want if you want a different variety of wrestling, check out Battle Club Pro. Description below, October 1st. Of course, you know, Chocolate Ref will be refing a solid card. We're running the whole card next week. But of course, check out Job Slam 2 House Party right on, Title on Title Match Night. Network. Shout out to Title Match Network. Link below. Uh, where you can watch it. Um... <laughs> but I guess sauce. But he was just being funny. Yeah, like, like to me, to me, like if I give someone a nickname, I like Quincy. I like, I like that. Yeah, he's nice. They, they really, honestly, took what really Velvety was supposed to be and blew that shit up. That's literally about Velvety, like that. I got butts on this, yo. Real talk. I don't know what's true with him no, no more. Oh, because... I ain't talking about them niggas. Them yeah. niggas probably was all doing lines and shit, and I, ain't nobody got time for any of them. Because you got EC3 who wasn't even asking. I mean, he was doing an interview, so the person did ask. But, sir, you know how long ago that was? I, I don't really... I'm not long ago. You say something now, so listen, I don't here. know. Listen, I wasn't there. I wasn't part of your audience. So, I'm going to let them do them, because that got nothing to do with me. But, um, but, but listen, yeah, Quincy, I think, was really, Quincy, I think it's supposed to be... It's Velveteen blown up a thousand percent, and then he got his own all flavor. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, no comment. Yeah, listen, Patty Pat will always have a place. Like in the time that he was in, you know, in NXT, I I always enjoyed Patty Pat. But you know, and life is life, and and who knows you know, what, so what what happened backstage? Who knows? Yeah, I can't. I wasn't at EC 3s house. So I can't. You know, I was EC three house. Right I wasn't there. That I would have rolled up, but. I'm good. <laughs> it's true. Like if he would have invited me, I'd be like, "Oh shit, I, I can't." Right. But then I'll when come. shit when shit got weird, I'd have exit stage left though. I will say, yeah. like I'm good for for an exit, and no one know I'm gone. This is so. my thing here, right? This is my thing right here. My thing is this way: it's just like why your why your phone was in a, like how EC3 say I'm looking like. All right, if you see the phone with a camera on. Why would he still pee? Don't you think that you will come after him and not wait so long and leave it right there? Like, how does that make sense? And how you got his phone to delete it? It's just like... You're but can we just password? talk about how... Can we just put ourselves in, in, in that place of... Listen. How often are you away from your phone? So do you really think a phone was in a goddamn bathroom recording niggas peeing? Uh, I'm gonna let I just I'm just gonna leave that with y'all and do what you want with it. But I just like, don't, yo, you know. It's just like yo, it just didn't sound right. Like Valentine, like that situation where like a lot of people backstage don't fuck with him. I don't know why. I don't know why. I like I don't know how. Well, Patrick's like, attitude ain't ain't cookies and gun drops. And 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 at the end of the day, you know. At, you know what it is, what it boils down to is like, if you shoot, you know what, the perfect example, we fin we finished watching, if you have not watched on, on BET, <laughs> there's a five part documentary series on murdering. Yeah. And they talk about the beginning, middle, middle and, and a murdering. 
And I bring this up because as genius, literally, you had Lior, who was the head of a record label. You got Jay-Z, you got Nas. You got so many people in the game saying so many great things about Irv Gotti. Great things. A, a visionary, a genius, ahead of his time, all that stuff. They asked at the end of the, at the end of the fifth episode because me me and Mikey just finished watching it last night. They said, "What's the what's what's Irv's greatest weakness?" And what they all said the same thing. His mouth. His mouth is his greatest and worst asset because he will literally talk himself into some shit. And that's really mm -hmm. the same with Patrick. I felt like I felt like between the attitude, you know, him, it's not the wrong being confident. It's not the wrong with you being assured of yourself, but how that translates to people is, is a whole different story too. So <laughs> this nigga talking about art. <laughs> we gonna move on from Patty Pack. Listen, it's gonna be, it's gonna be your yeah, but, like, um, listen, I wasn't there. Let, listen, when it comes to all of this, like, when it comes to wrestling, listen, I actually, like, listen, I actually like roughing. So stuff that stuff that I'm not there for, I don't comment on. This is why Mr. Black said I had a job in wrestling, because he minds his <laughs> fucking business. And that, listen, oh. the words of Mr. Black. Um, Excuse me. Any last things before we go? Um, We do, once again, Battle Club Pro next week, Um, our six-year anniversary show in Brooklyn. Um, we got a few great matches coming up. Um, shout out to everyone. You know, in all honesty, you know, Joakim has really put his blood, sweat, and tears into Battle Club. And, you know, now with me, him, and Red kind of in the forefront of it all, um, I'm I, I'm thankful of everyone that has supported Battle Club Pro, you know, the last, you know, six years um, from the beginnings to now, um, to see the growth, to see, um, you know, a lot of people that you see on national TV. Let me repeat that. National tele cable television. To see a lot of those people that have come through those doors of Battle Club to now be on a national TV standpoint is just, it's phenomenal. And, it, and it's a test to the mission of Battle Club Pro. So it's super excited. So please come out and celebrate our six-year anniversary with us next Saturday. Shout out to, like, um, shout out to Anthony Bowen. A former champion at Battle Club. <laughs> that Mr. Black in. had interviewed. Come on. Interview in the description below. <laughs> like, it, you have to understand. I want to say moons ago, but he interviewed him actually the day that Bowens won um, the world title. Actuality. And, won it. and you have to and understand, then, I've been with Bowens. Maybe not too long after that, he ended up getting signed. Exactly. And, and I, I, like, I've been with Bowens in his Power Ranger gimmick. We had the Power Ranger, the Power Ranger, um, <laughs> Boy. So yeah, honestly, that was the highlight out of everything that happened yeah. last night at AEW. The acclaim winning and just seeing hometown boys win it and seeing you know the the you know the struggle you know they've been with the company from the beginning, um you know and to see them win and and at home and it means something that would that to me was the highlight of, of the whole show. That would have got me in that stadium if if I really was like all right, there's something I really wanted to see last night. It would have been next. So yeah. it was really good to see them um, be on top now. Because now it's like, who's next? <laughs> and that's why I'm saying that. That Listen, everybody was hyped about them trio titles. But that put that puts another box. And I, I want y'all to understand that puts another box. 
because you may not have a lot of trios all at the same time and then you, you know it, it and then it gets sticky so we'll see what happens yeah. but so yeah we got battle club pro next weekend and then um the following weekend will be extreme rules so we'll be back at legends um for that so make sure to rcp for that um there are a lot of indie shows going on in the month of october and november mm -hmm. so we'll start announcing those as it gets a little closer um but yeah, it, it we're at, we're at the last quarter of the year. This is the the long haul. It's interesting to see what the next few months will bring because you know everything, you know, on WWE side of things, these are all now stepping stones for WrestleMania next year. Oh, we'll end off the show talking about Vince. Um, so it is rumored that they are working on inducting Vincent Kennedy McMahon into the WWE Hall of Fame next year uh, for WrestleMania weekend. Um, I don't think it's bad. I think it's a great idea. The like, no-brainer. No exactly. <laughs> but if you're going to put Vince in there, it got to be a fire lineup. It got to be like, oh, shoot, got to be Triple H. Yeah, so, like, it got to be, like, a round robin of people inducting him. So, like, Austin has to do it. Um, Probably Dwayne. Um, probably, definitely Trips. Definitely. Honestly, speaking, now that I think okay. about it, really... John Cena. To be honest, it should really be his children. It should be both Shane and Stephanie inducting their dad. And I think Dang. that should be that should be their moment. As much as a wrestling fan, you know, you're like, you know, he's had great feuds with Austin. He's done this, he's done that. But the legacy that he's been able to create and continue. His children should induct him, though. So, yeah, actually, I don't know if Vince would go for a roast, though, like Ric Flair did. Like, Ric Flair's roast was actually well overdue. That nigga should have got a roast when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame both times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so that was, and Vince, and I, but Vince has a good humor. So I think having a roast would be an interesting take on how they induct him or something to do that weekend. Um, But it's L.A. It's going to be a lot going on, so... You know, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, the, the, this time in wrestling is it all is the build up to the first year, uh, you know, the first you know few months of next year. Um, so it's gonna be really good. Um, Honestly, also like, too oh, I was gonna say like shout out to Vince because a lot of shit that y'all niggas love that every other company do, everyone does with today is you will not never see it. A lot of you will never see it without Vince. You understand, like. Vince was the one to say, hey, we should put on a different network. Do you understand? Like, Vince was the one where, like, he make, I could take my girl to a wrestling event because he made it where everybody could enjoy it, from casual fans to hardcore fans. Say what you may want to say, though, son, is without Vince, a lot of shit would not be done to this day. Nope. You understand? And, like, without Vince, there will be no AEW. You understand? Like, it would be none of that. It would be just a bunch of territories and that's it. We won't be able to change the rest that we see right now. Like, we'll never get Hogan. We'll never get The Rock. You and I really, and I, and I really want, um, because Andre's on. Shout out to Andre. He beat me last week on Fantasy Football. I'm not happy about it, but I understand. And if there was anyone I, I, I wanted to lose to, it was you, bro. But, um, MLW doesn't get as much credit for the, for NJF as they should. And I'm going to leave you guys with that because, when you look at it, he got his beginnings. He got his foot in the door. He got he got his name while mm -hmm. he was in MLW. And I think mm -hmm. they should really get 
some credit for that because the promos, the wrestling that he was doing there was just phenomenal. And Conan actually talks about it from time to time on their podcast. Um, so I definitely think, you know, once again, we live in this world where there's, you know, so much wrestling going on. So like what you like and keep it pushing, you know. But, uh, but yeah, so once again, see, that's why I said that because I knew he was watching. Uh, but once again, we'll be back at Legends um, for Extreme Rules. Ooh. If you're not going to be at Legends, Extreme Rules will be in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. So you are able to go. Um, Survivor Series tickets, I think, are on sale now. They will be in Boston. Um, boo, but I'm going to go because War Games. Who's going to miss that? Yeah. Um, but then, once again, last but not least, Battle Club Pro next Saturday, 60th anniversary show. Come out, support. Um, thank you guys for watching on the live feed. It was really mm -hmm. cool interacting with you guys. And I love the fact that you guys put your name before the comment. That, that helps you. a lot. Please keep doing that because we can't see it unless you give access to Facebook, which I wouldn't either. So I understand. Um, next week, we'll be back. Trios. We'll, really, we should get a trios title for us. I mean, me and you have a belt, but your brother doesn't. So, yeah. But <laughs> I will still always live that, live that up. Um, so we'll be back. Um, the trio will be back again, um, and then we'll talk about um, some other wrestling, and then we'll give um, we'll give some honest and truthful opinions about what's going on in the wrestling world. But um, shout out to Vaughn. Um, he has his own podcast, the Victorious Ones Podcast. Make sure to tune into that on on all on all platforms. Um, Vaughn has definitely been someone that supported us, so thank you so much Bye. for tuning in. And um, just being a part of Jobber Nation and anyone else, thank you so much. Whether you've bought a ticket to a show, you've come to a us during the show, uh, bought a t-shirt, showed us the storyline tees. When we had our t-shirts on pro wrestling tees, that, did I ever you tell you my ex had, that's kind of like how we started talking? Because he had bought that shirt. Yeah, you told me. You told me. You told Chicago. Me. He had yeah, bought yeah, that shirt. Me. And then the first time when I went there, he had wore it, and I just always am like, why are you wearing my shirt? So now the other shirt, the shirt with us, like when we redid the Hall and Heat one, it, my, he wears it, like he wears it, and I'm like, thank yo, you. That was, yo, that was my favorite shirt ever. Like, <laughs> Really? My favorite shirt? was the original. I'm sorry. My favorite was the DX one, and it's really because Stephanie McMahon told me that shit was hot. In my face. So Okay, so, yeah. We may have to bring that back for next year's Java sale because I actually okay. really I like the we should concept. Update it. We should yeah, update it. we can update it to the to the actual larger DX so we can add Drain, add Matt, and add Tavia. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, all right, um, um as yeah. always, I'm Janelle Formation. I'm here with Mr. Black. Um, so Wilkins wishes him wishes you all the best. Oh, last but not least, HOG has a show this Saturday at Amazora. Make sure to go out. Um, uh, you got Ken Broadway versus um, what's light bright name? Charles Mason in a ladder match. It's the only match I low-key wanted to see. Um, so and they got a few other matches. Um, so make sure to support independent wrestling. If there's a show near you this weekend, make sure to go. Or if not, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We Are Out.